Good, good morning, everyone. Good evening. Good afternoon. How is everyone today? Um, I'm trying to uh, figure out why I cannot see what's going on here. Um, something is technically wrong here. Hi, ex church girl. How are you? Hi, ex church girl. It's great to see you. Ex church girl, I have uh, your I Ching oracle reading for you. Uh, I did a meditation this morning about your question about jealousy, and uh, I have a message for you. So I'll deliver that message very soon. Hello, Pure S. Hello, Melissa. Thanks for joining me this morning. Today, I'm going to, again, as always, do an I Ching Oracle reading and also answer your questions live. Now, if you want an I Ching Oracle reading done for next week, I will uh, please uh, leave your questions below this video, not on the chat, but below this video, below this video, not on the chat. So then I can see it below the video and I could do a Eaching Oracle reading for you. You're welcome, ex church girl. I am more than happy to do a reading for you. Um, last week, as you saw, you saw my mom, my 91 year old mom. She was present with me and uh, she has returned home with my sister. And it was such a delight to have her energy here. You know, she's 91. She still is doing incredibly well. She doesn't take any any prescription drugs, she walks, she eats three meals a day. It's really just a miracle of how you can live such a great, healthy life, even at 91, when you have a peaceful mind, body and soul. And that's the key to living a healthy lifestyle is to have a peaceful mind, body and soul. So uh, it's a pleasure to meet you too, Pierre. So let's do um, a little bit before I go into the reading, I want to do a coherence a coherence locking of our hearts together, a coherence uh, little mini meditation so that we can lock our hearts together and really feel the energies of each other and feel that unity and that oneness. So get really comfortable in your seat or maybe you're on your bed and just really feel your body settling in to your chair or on your bed or your sofa, whatever it is, just feel that settling in of your body and take a few deep breaths in and out. And as you take these deep breaths, start to place your attention in your heart center, right here, your heart center. Focus your attention in that heart center right here. Now, find a regenerative emotion. Bring it into your heart center. That regenerative emotion, whether it's joy, compassion, peace, serenity, just find it right here. Feel it. And allow your entire body to just fill up with that regenerative emotion. And now send that regenerative emotion to everyone in this room. Imagine we're sharing it together. Send it out to everyone in this room. Send it to their heart center. And now allow that regenerative emotion to come back to you. And fill your entire body with that emotion. 
and use this emotion for the rest of the day. And you can now open your eyes slowly. All right. So thank you so much for joining me in that coherence mini meditation. Thank you so much for joining me in that meditation. And so now let's go to, uh, uh, I just want to remind you, if you, any of you are looking for one-on-one -on -one sessions with an energy practitioner to support your mind, body, and soul. Again, you know, as many of you know, I am the co-founder of Own Heals, a platform that custom matches energy practitioners around the world. Now we have almost 80 practitioners from around the world with users from around the world. And we custom match you based on a matchmaking algorithm that we developed in-house. So it's ohm-heals.com, ohm-heals.com. So now let's go to the first, um, the first um, I Ching Oracle reading. Well, ex church girl, I promised you an I Ching Oracle reading. And ex church girl had a question about feeling jealous. I think it was her ex boyfriend having a relationship or something like having a sense of feeling that jealousy. And you know, many of us have felt jealous, right? Including me. You know, whatever it might have been, the jealousy of. Um, you know, somebody a relationship or jealous of that people have more of than um, that we believe they should have or we don't have it. And so that jealousy is, uh, you know, is a feeling that we all have. And I just want to acknowledge you ex church girl, that good morning, Codwell, that, you know, having that awareness that you have jealousy about your ex husband, your ex boyfriend's relationship, there's nothing wrong with that. And the fact that you had an awareness of that, you should give yourself credit and that you're, you want to shift that energy, right? Give yourself a lot of credit that you had an awareness that you felt jealous and now you want to shift it. You're already 60, 70% there by just having that awareness. Okay. So give yourself a lot of credit for that awareness. So this is the card that. This is the message that came to me this morning when I tapped into the I Ching oracles and asked them, what message do you want me to deliver to ex-church girl about this jealousy issue? And the message they gave was energy 48, the well, energy 48, the well. It says here, the well or source is independent. You cannot lose it, nor can you grasp onto it. People and experiences come and go. Time passes. The well is always the well. Never doubt that you have these resources or that they are enough. The potential in the situation is undeniable, but it may still be away a from realization. What is the ever-present resource you draw from? What can you do to realize its potential here? This is one of my favorite cards and messages in this I Ching Oracle deck that I have. Why? Ex-church girl, the I Ching Oracles are reminding you of something so powerful that you have the well within you. Whatever happens to, whatever happens that's happening around you with your ex-boyfriend or that he he's in a relationship and all that stuff is that the reason why we're feeling this emotion of jealousy is because we're not tapping into our own inner resources of the well. We're not tapping into that inner resources of our own infinite beingness, our, our own unconditional lovability, our own unconditional wealth, our own unconditional worthiness, right? Because oftentimes we feel jealous of others. Why? Because we don't feel complete on the inside, right? We don't have unconditional worthy for ourselves. We don't have unconditional love for ourselves. That's the main reason why we have jealousy. Because there's something we haven't tapped into our own well of unconditional love. Because think about it. If you feel that you are unconditionally lovable, that you are unconditionally lovable, right? Then 
nobody, whatever relationships people have outside of ourselves, it wouldn't matter. The reason why it matters is because we don't, we're not complete. We're not tapping into that infinite resources of the well that's in here, that we are unconditionally loved, that we are unconditionally loved. And when we don't tap into that well, that we are unconditionally loved, as we move through life and we, we, we have these experiences, as we see things outside of us, it's reminding, it's reminding us that we are not unconditionally lovable. So what that situation is doing for you, ex-church girl, and we can thank your ex-boyfriend and his relationship. We can thank him. Why? Because he is reminding you that you're not tapping into the fullness of who you really are, your inner well, that you are unconditionally loved and lovable. That's what he's reminding you. He's a movie that's playing in your life to remind you that you're not, you haven't tapped into your own unconditional well of love. So let's thank him. Let's thank him for being your greatest teacher and reminding you. And so this is what they're saying is that your well, that unconditional love inside, that deep well is ever present, is ever present. And you want to access that. You want to connect with that. You want to be with the well. You want to tap into that resource that you already have, that you are unconditionally loved. You are unconditionally loved. You are unconditionally loved. Whether whatever happens, ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, ex-this, ex-that, whatever relationships that they're in, doesn't matter that you are you that well within you the truth of who you are your authentic truth is that unconditional love so that's what this is about this is about reminding you to tap into that well return home to that well go uh, come back home to your truth who you really are and that well is so powerful. That well is so, so powerful. So let's reframe this. Let's reframe this now, ex-church girl. Let's reframe it and say, you know what? I thank you, ex-boyfriend. I thank you for reminding me that I have a well that is so powerful and that I need to reconnect with that, that I need to tap into that, that I need to access that. That's what he's doing. So now the jealousy can start to dissipate, right? The jealousy is something, anytime we're jealous of anything, whether we're jealous of other people's money, whether we're jealous of their relationships, whether we're jealous of material things that they have, that's just an indication that we haven't tapped into our own inner well. And as you tap into that more and more, that you are unconditionally loved, ex-church girl, that you are unconditionally loved, let me tell you, that relationship out there is going to just fall into your lap as a byproduct, as a byproduct of how you see yourself and what you feel about yourself. That's just a byproduct. That relationship will just, bam, la uh, land on your lap as a byproduct of feeling and accessing that inner well. So I hope that uh, has answered your question and has guided you to your inner well. Ex-church girl, if you have a follow-up question, I'd be happy to answer. You're welcome. You're welcome, ex-church girl. You're welcome. Uh, thank. Oh, you're welcome, Melissa Kay. I'm, I love this heart coherence. You know, my business partner and I have been doing, and it's based on the heart math. I don't know if you guys know heart math. It's based on the heart math uh, uh, technique of, you know, making your heart coherent with the mind and making your heart coherent with everyone around you. And we use this uh, technique also for before we do any meetings, we always do a heart lock. Before we do meetings, we do a heart lock. And then after the meetings, we always do a prayer. So I love it. And that's why I decided to uh, start doing it here. Hello, Special Gifts LA. Hello. Hello, Swarupa. Hello, Augustina. Welcome. Happy to catch you live. I take this opportunity to thank you for the content you put out. Much love from Uruguay. 
Wow, Uruguay, beautiful country. You're, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Intuitive Nikki. Good day to you. You know what? Today is a good day for me. Today is a good day. I am very, very blessed and fortunate, extremely blessed and fortunate. And thank you for asking me, Intuitive Nikki. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, ex church. I'm so glad that that helped you. You know, you, you know, you are an infinite being. You are unconditionally loved. And what what there's that's what that's showing you. So you're we, we're gonna thank your ex-boyfriend for showing you that you're not connecting with your well. And that's what it's trying to show you. Connect with that inner well. And you'll see, my, my God, you'll have a relationship that is so fabulous that I tell you it. The relationship that your your ex-husband has with that woman, it wouldn't even matter. You wouldn't even care because you're going to be in such an amazing relationship with somebody else because you've tapped into your inner well. And that's what this is really about. It's not really about him or her. It's about you and your well. So I just want to remind you of that. Oh, you will. Hi, Jamie. June BB. Hi, June. What a cute name. June BB. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Special Gifts LA. I'm amazed. This is exactly what I've seen today with a relationship that during winter showed me the pain, lack of self-worthy I was carrying and now releasing. Wow, Special Gifts LA. I'm glad that this, you know, whenever I do an I Ching Oracle reading, I feel like the message is not just for the person that I'm doing it for, but the message is really for the, the, for the group. So anybody who has uh, any, any, um, any other questions, please ask your questions on the chat. I am here to answer any questions that you have about anything in your life, anything in your life. You know, I always say that the answers are not coming from me. <laughs> the answers are really coming from a higher space. And, and I just try to be the best channeler of that higher space messages. That's what I am. I'm just a conduit. That's all I am. And so uh, if you have any other questions about anything, happy Shabbat. Happy Shabbat. Happy Shabbat. To you. Are you Mr. Sabaks? Are you Jewish? Do you practice Judaism? That's because I know Shabbat started last night and it carries through today. Uh, you're welcome, Saripa. Okay, you just remind us about our infinite presence beyond the petty body and mind. These moments are so precious. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, these moments are so precious that when we keep reminding, you know, and I have to keep reminding myself because I have the same emotions. You know, ex-church girl, you're not the only, there were times when, because I didn't feel worthy enough, you know, I didn't love myself enough. When I looked at other people's lives, I felt jealous, right? I, I've had those emotions. I've had emotions of anger, frustration, resentment. I've had all of those emotions. And those emotions are teaching us how can we make that inner, how can we transform deeper and deeper on the inside? How can we become more expansive on the inside that all of that stuff on the outside just just falls into place in such beautiful and magical ways. And so that's what this is about. Uh, yes, the message helps. Oh, no, <laughs> that's not true, Saripa. Saripa, Sisoka, you're the chosen. I am not the chosen one. I am just a channeler. I am a channeler. And so is every one of us. We, each one of us are all channelers of these divine things. It's how we practice. Are we practicing that? You know, because this is a practice. This is a practice to be able to do, you know, to clean yourself, to clean ourselves of these lower frequencies, right? To release them is a practice. And that's a, that takes daily practice to be able to do that. So, uh, you know, I've been practicing for a while. I've been practicing for a while. Now, does anybody have any other questions about your life? I'd love to answer. Okay. G oh, CG, should I move now out of Southwest because of water shortages? CG, okay. So CG, do you want me to answer that from the I Ching Oracle? Okay, Kush London. Moon, um, CG, CG, what I'll do is I'm going to copy and paste your thing. Uh, CG, would you be able to write that question under this video? 
And then what I'll do is next week, I will pull an reaching Oracle card for you for next week. So write that question under below this video, not in the chat below. And I will pull that card for you. Okay, CG. Thank you. Kush London. I'm trying to stop using substances. Any help on that to deal with stress? Mm -hmm. Wow, Kush London. First of all, everybody, let's send Kush London lots of unconditional love right now. Everyone, just let's Let's stop and pause and let's send Kush London. Please send him unconditional love, unconditional compassion. Send it to Kush London. Set that intention. Allow him to feel or her to feel that he or she is unconditionally loved and unconditionally worthy. Right now, let's send it. Send it to Kush London. Oh, Kush London, you know what? I'm, uh, I had to take that moment because tears almost, my eyes started to well up when I read that. It's because I'm empathic. I'm empathic. And I could, I, I understand what you're going through right now. You know, dealing, you know, people use substances all the time, you know, whether it's drug substance, whether it's alcohol substance, whether it's hoarding, some people do hoarding, some people overeat, some people are shopaholics, you know, we all have different manifestations of how we deal with stress, how we deal with that internal world that is not feeling peaceful or serene or you know, and it's, it's a way to distract ourselves. Right. And obviously Kush London, you know, that, right. You know that. So, uh, uh, uh Kush London, um, do you, first of all, I want to ask you, um, do you have anybody in your community or do you have a place where you feel supported? That's number one, because oftentimes when we're trying to deal with all of these things, and we don't have the right community around us, a support system or the right therapist or the right energy practitioner or the right support. Because oftentimes, these are the times that we need support from the external world. We need that support. Do you have that type of support? Because sometimes when we're trying to do the inner shift, right? We're trying to make this inner shift it's hard sometimes. There are times when I can't do it by myself. I cannot do it alone, even though I know all the stuff and I know, a lot, you know, I know all the stuff and I've been practicing. There are just times when I need some help or I just need somebody to hold me or I just need somebody to tell me that it's going to be okay. Just even having that, or I need somebody to just be able to express these things without feeling like I'm going to be judged, that I feel safe. Sometimes I just need that external support. So Kush London, do you have that external support? If not, I would encourage you to seek something in your local community. If you can't, you know, if you can't pay for an energy practitioner, you know, to support you, Look for something in your local community. Maybe it's a church. Maybe it's a nonprofit organization. Look for people that you resonate with, that you resonate with. That's not going to judge you. That's not where you feel safe. That's number one. That's number one. That's number one. Now, number two is really just that it's all about the internal work, right? It's because we're not able to process these emotions, the reason why we get stressed emotionally, mentally, is because when situations happen in our lives, right, external world, we don't know how to process it in a way that um, is healthy, or we don't know how to process it and then release that emotion. So when we see things going on in our lives that's stressful, maybe some there's stress at work, or maybe there's stress with a relationship, what it is, is that you have to be able to process that emotion and be able to let that go. And oftentimes when we don't have the tools or the practice, it's a practice, then we hold on to these emotions 
And when we hold on to these emotions, we get, we get so unbalanced. We get so unbalanced. And what happens is then we, we, have, we want to distract ourselves. We use drugs, alcohol, substances, hoarding, overeating. We do all of these things to help us try to manage these emotions. And so what it is, is this, is if you've spent 40 years not being able to process these emotions and not being able to let it go, we're going to inevitably use substances, alcohol, drugs, and all these things to help us deal with these things. And so what it is, is Kush London, at some point, at some point, we have to acknowledge these emotions. We have to acknowledge these. So what is it that you're feeling? Are you feeling depressed? What are the emotions that you are feeling? The way to really deal with this stuff and process this emotions is to acknowledge them first. So let's say you're feeling uh, stress. You, you go in, you close your eyes, and you see where, where, where are you feeling stress? Is it in your heart? Is it in your chest? Is it in your shoulder? Is it in your head? Where is that emotion? Where is that emotion? And you want to A, acknowledge that emotion. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I know you're trying to protect me. I know you're trying to be here for me. That's number one. Number two is you, have, you start to have a conversation with that emotion, or you could either have a dialogue with that emotion, or, oh, so Kushlanda, you're saying that you don't, okay, let me just finish this. So you have a dialogue with that emotion. Or you keep observing that emotion as a third eye witness. You know, my business coach, Julian Allen, says, moon, fear, you just got to stare it down. You got to stare it down. What he means is that you've got to look at that. When you have an emotion, let's say fear or unworthiness or stress, you just, you want to stare it down. You just keep observing it, observing it, observing it, observing it. Because that emotion it's just energy. At the end of the day, it's just energy. And energy can go up or down. The frequency can go up or down. And as you keep staring at, staring at, staring at, staring at, staring at, the emotion starts to dissipate because it can't just stay. It can't just stay. So you just keep staring at it without any judgment. You just stare it down, stare it down, stare it down, stare it down, stare it down. No matter, and you do it every single day you do it every single day where you stare it down stare because it's in the practice it's in the practice that it starts to work it's in the practice it's in the practice so even if it if you're trying to stare it down and it doesn't seem like it's working day one day two day 10 you keep practicing over and over and over and over again because eventually something you'll, you'll make a little crack. You'll make a little crack. You'll make a little crack. The crack will get a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger. And this is what it means to practice. You know, all of the energy healers on our platform, they have been practicing their inner self journey for years, years, years. Some of them were suicidal. Some of, I mean, the stories that I have heard from my practice, some of them, I mean, they, they came from the lowest of the low to now bringing this to the world. They healed themselves. They were in such a low place. I mean, yesterday I had a, I, I did an interview with a woman named Sally Page. She said, oh my God, Moon, I had two near-death experiences and I had a horrible, horrible marriage. She was at the lowest of the low and now she's so vibrant. Yesterday I had a session with another woman. She said she was in such a bad place. And she practiced. It's all inner self journey. So try that thing. Try just to sit with yourself for 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, every single day. But it's in the commitment. It's in the practice that it starts to work. And you have to be ready for that. Are you ready for this practice? Are you ready for change? Because it doesn't matter. I could turn blue in my face, Kush London. I could turn blue in my face and I could say these things to you. But it's in your practice that you will start to see a little bit of results, a little bit, even if it's just a crack, that's a good sign. That means 
the crack will get a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger. It's in the practice. Okay, so I hope that helped you. So uh, thank you so much for joining me for sending Kush London, sending love and healing to him or her. Um, hello, Letty Fluffy. Good morning, Lorena. Okay, let's see. Good morning, CG. Yeah, CG, please. Pure S, I meditate to connect myself above the universe to unlock my clairvoyance intuitive. Absolutely, absolutely. We are all clairvoyant and intuitive and we all have different levels of it. So we can all nurture and cultivate those gifts. Okay, Melissa K. Melissa K, feeling loss of family and best friend through death, oh, and life situations, fear and sadness, fluctuating through joy and looking at not, looking at the need of being financially independent at 55. So Melissa K, uh, is the question, how can you manage? How can you mentally and emotionally process this, right? Feeling loss of family and best friend through death. So are you saying that a family member and a best friend just died recently? Is that what you're saying? Because if that's what you're saying, of course, death is always traumatic. A family member death or best friend death is always going to be traumatic, is always going to be traumatic. There's no question about that. I had my best friend uh, died some years ago and I felt lost at the time. I felt lost. And so I get it. I get how you feel. There's a tremendous trauma that comes with that. This is what I say to you, Melissa. This is what I say. And I, I hear that there's a financial thing on top of that whole thing. First of all, let's all send Melissa some, some beautiful energy here. Let's all send her unconditional love and unconditional compassion. Let's all send Melissa some unconditional love and compassion. Everyone, please just send it to Melissa. Send it to her. Melissa, you are unconditionally loved. Melissa, the divine is here. Let's call upon the divine to the spirit guides, your spirit team and all of our spirit teams to look out for Melissa, protect her, guide her, send her messages. Please, let's send it to Melissa. This is really important. Okay, Melissa. So Melissa, Thank you everyone for joining me to do that for Melissa. What a beautiful soul she is. Melissa, I want to say to you, first of all, when you, when, you, um, when you have the loss of a family or friend, you have to acknowledge that grief. I don't want you to put that grief under the rug. I don't want you to do that. There is a time period that you need for this loss and grief. You need to process that. You need to process that. Don't try to push it away process it, be present with it. And so what does it mean to be present with grief? It means that, again, you acknowledge it. You say, you know, you can even, you know, I've done conversations with grief. I've closed my eyes. I've done meditations where I am actively speaking to my grief, or you can journal, journal, dear grief. You could say, dear grief, thank you for being here. And I acknowledge your presence in me. I acknowledge your presence in me. Thank you for showing me that I am a person of compassion, love. Because if you didn't, you know, you wouldn't grieve for people if you weren't a beautiful person, if you didn't have morals, if you didn't have uh, these, these beautiful love, compassion, you wouldn't grieve for anybody, right? Not, none of us would grieve if we didn't have love and compassion. Thank you for showing me that I have love and compassion for, my, for others and for myself. Thank you. Thank you. I want you to have a conversation with grief. And by having that conversation, Melissa, you're able to come to terms with it. Because that's what you're able to process that you're able to process that emotion, because it's in the processing of that emotion in a healthy way that will allow you to let it go and surrender at some point, maybe not today, maybe not next week, maybe not tomorrow, but at some point, 
Once you can process that emotion and part of that conversation, whether you have that conversation with grief in your mind or through journaling, you're processing that emotion in a healthy way. And as you're able to process emotion, that emotion can be let go. Just says, you know what? Now I, I'm ready to let it go. That's how we deal with these emotions is we have to be present with it, have conversations with it, acknowledge it. Uh, and, and like I said, you can journal, dear grief, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for showing me that I am such a loving and compassionate person. Thank you for allowing me to be present with you. Thank you for, um, uh, thank you for allowing me to be able to process these emotions. And so when you are doing those things, you're actually processing that emotion. And as once you're able to process that emotion, then you're able to surrender and let it go. So that's what I would do for you, Melissa. That's the first thing that I would do before you even deal with this financial independent. I would leave that aside, that issue aside. I think you have to deal with these emotions first, this grief emotion first, the emotion, the emotion of loss, the emotion of grief, right? The emotion of feeling empty, right? Because when you lose somebody like that, you're going to also feel empty. So you want to process that emotion before you can think about anything else. So take the time for yourself, Melissa, to process those emotions, whether you do it in your mind, you know, through a meditation, you could journal it, you can journal it, and you could journal every single day, you could have a different conversation with grief every single day, dear grief and loss, have a conversation with it every single day to be able to process that emotion. It's the processing that's very important here. We've got to give it the due time that it deserves to process it. So please do not put it under the rug. Do not try to remove that emotion. Do not do that. Process it by having a dialogue with it, having a conversation with it. Okay, Melissa, I hope that helps you. And then after you do that, and after you're able to let some of that go, right? That doesn't mean you're never, you're always going to love your family member. You're always going to love your friend, right? You're always going to do it. But then you have to process this emotion to be able to move forward with your life, move forward. So once you do that, then you could think about the financial part, the financial part. What am I going to, you know what I'm saying? But you can't do anything while you are in this loss and grief state. Because anything that you do, for anything else in your life, whether it's money, whether it's career, it's not going to work because this state of being is going to affect that. So let's take it one step at a time. Let's do A first. Let's process these grief emotions first. Okay. Let's process that first and be in a space where you can kind of let it go, start to let it go and release and say, I'm okay now. I can let it go. I'm always going to love my friend, I'm always going to love my family member, but I could now move on. And you won't be able to move on with your life until this, this is processed, this grief and loss is processed. Okay, Melissa, I hope that has helped you. I hope that has helped you. Uh, CG, yes. Okay. Thank you, CG, for sending love. Thank you. June BB, thank you so much for sending love to Kush London. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Sheila, we send you love in return. Yes, thank you, Sarepa. Thank you, everyone, for sending Kush London love because it sounds like he or she really needs our support, really needs our support. Now, Kush London, if, if you were saying um, before that you don't have any support, any support, would you be able to find that support? Would you be able to find it in a local community, local church, local where, where, where you feel safe, where, where people, you know, where you don't feel taken advantage, you know, because there's some, you know, places where they see somebody is vulnerable and they take advantage of you, but a place where you feel truly, truly unconditionally supported and safe and not judged. Would you be able to find that? You can look online. You know, there's so many community gather organizations, I'm sure locally, especially if you're in London, I mean, London has everything there, right? Or if you're outside of London, 
There's so many communities that can support. I want you to really find that support. Find one or two people. It doesn't have to be a lot of people, maybe one or two people locally that you can even just express these things without feeling judged. I think that's really important right now for you because I know what you're going through. I get it. And sometimes, even though it's ultimately, it's all that inner journey, because the inner journey is the only thing that's going to help us evolve and transform. Sometimes we need that external help for, it, for in order for us to go into that inner journey. Sometimes we're so overwhelmed that we can't do it ourselves. And that's why I've had lots of teachers myself. Why have I had many external teachers and continue to this day have external? Why? Because there's some days that even though I, I know this stuff, I can't, I just can't do it alone. There are just some days that I just cannot do it alone. And so I want you to find one or two people, one or two people that you really resonate with. And also, Krishlanda, I advise you to please pray to the divine because the divine will bring you anything. Ask and it is given. You know, my favorite law of attractor is just ask and it is given. Pray, say, please, I ask you to allow me to connect with the energy, one or two people in my local community that I can connect with, that I could share and that could help me in this journey. Pray, ask for it, ask for it. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know when, but I know that I have faith in you, that you will connect me. Ask for it, do a prayer, ask for it. I pray for many things. And I tell you, it is quite amazing how the divine can bring you. I say the divine can bring you pretty much anything and everything. So ask for it, okay, Kush London? Actively ask for it. Speak with the divine. Speak with your spirit team. They're here to help you. You feel. I know that you feel like you're alone, but you're really not. You're really not alone. None of us are alone. Even when we're physically here alone, none of us are alone. Our spirit team is always here to guide us, to help us, to help us to bring the cooperative components, okay? So have faith in that. Ask for it. Uh, okay. Hi, Thelma. Thank you for sending that love and peace. Thank you. Thank you so Oh, you're welcome. Kushla. Okay. So especially it's hard to, okay. So a black, okay. Intuitive Nikki as black sheep of family are meant to bring change to old ways. It's okay to stand out. Give yourself permission. Oh, I love that message. Yes. I'm also a black sheep in my own family because, you know, uh, nobody in my family <laughs> believes in the things that I believe. <laughs> I respect every, anybody, you know, I respect, you know, my sister, she's a, a more of a Christian fundamentalist and so is my brother. And I totally respect that. You know, I respect uh, their beliefs and I never and I consider myself a black sheep in the family also. And, um, you know, it, 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 it's learning how to become comfortable with being a black sheep. It is learning how to really become comfortable with with what you with who you are. And so intuitive Nikki, I think black sheeps are beautiful, beautiful beings. Black sheeps are beautiful, beautiful beings. So so know that. Black sheep means you are unique, you are special, you are one of a kind, okay? So see yourself always as unique, special, and one of a kind. That's what black sheep represents, unique, special, and one of a kind, okay? And that you can, you're the ones that are going to be the visionaries of the future, visionaries of, you know, a new paradigm to shift things, to shift the vibrational frequency of this planet. It's the black shift sheeps that shift things that make a huge impact and really, really shift the planet, right? Because we need a real big shift. And you, you are part of that big shift. You are part of the big shift. I always say the reason why I love the light workers and I deal with light workers all the time through Ohm Heals is because I know that they are shifting the energy frequency. They're shifting it. And they were considered a black sheep. You know, they, you know, all the light workers are somehow considered a black sheep. And so we're shifting, we're shifting, we're shifting, we're making uh, a new paradigm, you know? Okay, so know that you're special, unique. Okay, Melissa K, is there a Chinese medicine to cool the body of hot flashes 
and bring balance in menopause been using maca? Well, that's a great question. You know, you know something? Let me ask my acupuncturist, my acupuncturist who's really good with herbs. Melissa, let me ask my acupuncturist about um, Chinese herb to cool hot flashes. And then next week, um, I'm gonna no, I'm not gonna see her. I see her once every two weeks. Once I get that answer, um, I will deliver that to you. It might not be next week because next week, uh, I'm not gonna see her next week, but it'll probably be two weeks from now. Okay. So I will ask her that question. Also, um, last week, um, it was um, Norseman that asked me, you know, I was talking about my mom being 91 and the COVID situation where my brother got it, my mother got it, and they were never hospitalized. What happened was after they got COVID, my brother had very bad symptoms. My sister went to her acupuncturist in New York and she uh, concocted a formula for my brother and my mom and they started taking it. And my brother in two days after he took it, he started to get better and he was never hospitalized. He went to the hospital and they checked him out and then they discharged him the same day. So he was never hospitalized. So, you know, and then, you know, I wanted to know what the formula was, what, what were the herbs in that formula? But the, and my sister asked her acupuncturist, but she won't give the formula. <laughs> she won't tell us what the ingredients is. So I, I couldn't answer that, but I'm, let me ask um, my um, my acupuncturist for you, Melissa. Okay, I will ask her about that because I am not great with herbs. Uh, so uh, she 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 knows a lot about herbs. Okay, Swarupa. Rarely we get an external support. In fact, lack of that support makes life stressful. Yes, I understand what you're saying, but a lot of times we don't receive that support because we believe that support is not there for us because our beliefs create really our reality because we're talking about the laws of the universe and the laws of the universe is what you focus and place your attention is what you receive. So even so oftentimes when we are alone is because we created that reality for ourselves. So we're like, oh, there's nobody out there for me. There's nobody that understands me. There's nobody this. We, we, we perpetuate that languaging. And so we're perpetuating that energy. And as we perpetuate that energy, that's what happens. So if we want to meet people who are supportive that we resonate with, we have to start shifting that, that frame of thought. We have to shift it to say, yes, there is right people for me that resonate with me. And the universe, my spirit team is working on it right now, right now. We have to shift that belief because often, and I'm a loner myself, trust me, I'm a loner. Um, and so I get it. I get that there are times, where, you know, I've said to, and I have to be aware of that. I have to be aware of the moon. You're not saying, you're not saying the languaging, you're not putting out the energy of, 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 of being able to connect with others. Because if I keep saying that nobody understands me, there's nobody there for me, there's no community, then I'm perpetuating that in my external world. And so the universe can't even introduce me to the right person, the right people, right? So we don't want to, we want to shift that languaging. We want to shift that languaging. We want to shift that belief system because you get what you really think about. Your, your thoughts create your reality. So let's start shifting that languaging because I've said that to myself many times in the past. And sometimes to this day, I say that to myself and I have to catch myself. So let's be aware of that. Let's not put that because for Kush London, we want him to, we want Kush London, we want you to connect with the right people. And let's not put the languaging that there is no, because there is somebody, trust me, there's at least two, there's at least five, I would say that you would resonate with. And it may not even be somebody local. Maybe it's somebody online. Maybe it's an online community where you really start to feel that resonance and that connection. You know what I'm saying, Kush London? So I just want you to know that there is people out there for you that you resonate with and they resonate with you, that you resonate with each other. And I don't want you to ever give up that hope because it's just a matter of connecting to those people. 
And those people will be connected to you if you believe that there are that those people are out there for you. You have to believe that in order to connect to that. Hello, Sharon. Good morning. Good morning, Sharon. Um, the okay, the vision. Hi, vision. The vision. Thank you, Moon. Your videos have improved my life so much. I'm sure others as well as you're truly. Oh, thank you so much, vision. I bow to you. I'm in service. I'm in service to you. I am in service to you, really. Uh, I always say I'm just a pencil for the work. I am just a conduit. I am just a channeler. You know, this stuff is really beyond me, honestly. And I am really a channeler. That's all I am. Um, and uh, I just do what I feel is on my soul's path, you know. So uh, I don't want to take credit for it. But I, I'm so deeply grateful. And I feel so blessed that that my videos are helping you. And if they do, please share it with anybody, any friends or family that you feel is helping, can help them. Um, okay, Manny. My girlfriend is Chinese. She has been going through a string of bad luck. Recently, she has started to follow feng shui, but it doesn't seem to help. Yes, I get it. I get it. The, the way, okay, so... I, I totally believe in feng shui or vatsu. For those of you, the Hindu tradition is called vatsu. And feng shui is literally, feng shui and vatsu are, you know, are systems of modalities that say, if you place an object like this, you will shift the energy of that space. And when you shift the energy of that space, you shift the energy of yourself, which is, I absolutely a thousand percent believe in that, Right. But it's not the only thing. The most important thing, what it is, is that if if the reason why I feng shui in my home and I have a big pig pig stat, you know, because pig represents prosperity and abundance, and I have a couple of big pig statues in my home, is because every time I see that pig as I'm walking through the hallway, I see that pig over and over and over and over. I'm training my subconscious mind. To, to believe abundance, prosperity, 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 prosperity. That's what it is. I'm training, I'm training, I'm training, I'm training. And so what it is, is that as we know, the laws of the universe is based on consciousness. Consciousness means intelligent awareness. Your thoughts are your consciousness. Your thoughts are consciousness. So as we keep having thoughts of abundance and prosperity, 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 the universe, we're, we're raising our frequency to that of prosperity, and then we can meet prosperity. The universe is always trying to bring us prosperity, but we're down here. The, if prosperity is up here and the universe wants to bring it to you, if you're not at that frequency, you're always going to be passing ships like this, right? You're never going to meet. And that's what a lot of, that's often what happens with people. Often they're passing ships. They want to be here but they're energetically really down here. They're really down here. And so they're constantly doing this. They're never, now you have to raise it to do this because the universe will bring it. And so what's happening is if, if, if let's say your girlfriend is using feng shui, she's still down here, then she's never gonna meet that abundance. She could do all the feng shui she wants. Feng shui is just another tool. That's all. That's what it is. It's just one tool of many tools that you employ. I use many, many different tools. It's just one tool of many tools that you employ. That's what feng shui is. Now, if she she's doing the feng shui here, here, and there, and her 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 consciousness is still one of lack of abundance. If she's feng shuiing and she still feels not abundant, then she's still holding herself down here. That's what's happening right now, Manny. She's still holding her energetic frequency down here because she doesn't truly believe. She doesn't truly believe in prosperity. She doesn't truly believe in abundance. Now, the reason why I do feng shui is because I believe that if I put that, that if I put this thing in that direction and this and this, that the energy will start to shift and I can raise my energy. Or if I keep seeing that pig in that place, 
it will shift my energy and it will move up. I truly believe that. But that's just one little tool, one little tool to bring your frequency up. Feng Shui is just one tool to bring your frequency up because it's all governed by energy. All prosperity is governed by energy. So if you want the prosperity that's here, you've got to raise it and you've got to match it. And so your girlfriend is doing feng shui, but she still hasn't, hasn't been. And she thinks, oh, if I just do feng shui, I'll raise it. No, there's a lot of things that people have to go through before they're able to. And all of that is internal work. So the reason why I do feng shui and every time I look at that pig statue in my home is that I'm reminding, I'm training my subconscious mind of prosperity and I'm raising my frequency. You see, I'm raising it a little bit, little bit more, 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 more. And then once I reach it, bam, it comes in. And so this is why it's not working for her because she's not really shifting her own energetic energy frequency. She's not really shifting. She's still over here. She's still over here. And this, the feng shui that she's doing is not raising it enough. It's not raising. She needs to do a lot of inner self-development, inner self-change and inner self-shift to be able to get what she really desires. And so just remember, feng shui is one tool, one tool to raise your frequency, to help you raise the frequency and to move that energy in flow. Because that's what feng shui is, is so that you don't have energetic blocks right? If you put the sofa here, then you don't have the energetic blocks. You're not blocking the energy, that flow of energy to you. So it's one tool. That's the reason. Okay, Lady Fluffy. Let's all say bye to Lady Fluffy. Have a beautiful day. Okay. Uh, yes, I know. I want to get my acupuncturist on my show and I want to do a whole series of Chinese herbs. It's just that she is so busy and she is not a big camera person, but I will, I will ask her because I try to, I talked to her about it once, but then she, uh, you know, she kind of forgot about it. It's just not her priority. She's, she's very busy and she's not somebody who's looking to be on camera. You know, there's some, she's just not, that's not her thing. So, but I will ask about that, 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 uh, herb situation for you, uh, I think it was Melissa. Yeah, Melissa. You're welcome, Manny. You're welcome. Um, it was so wonderful to start to feel well. Okay, special gifts from LA. It is so wonderful to start to feel when a wall that has blocked me to feel here and connect is slowly coming away. The cracks of light are nice. Yes, absolutely. I always say you're not we're not trying to make a quantum leap like this. Most of us can't make that quantum leap. We're, we're just trying to make a little bit, a little, little, little shift in the inside, a little shift, 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 because why the expansion is a journey. It's never the destination. You are an eternal being. So there's never a destination. There's never a destination. There's only the journey of expansion, journey of expansion, journey of expansion, which is why my favorite law of teacher, Abraham Hicks always says, you never get it done. You're always creating. You're always creating. You're always creating. That creation is eternal because you're an eternal being. So oftentimes we want to find like, we want to say, oh, this is the goal and we've got to be there. If we're not there by a certain time, we stress ourselves out. And so we stress ourselves out and we don't make it about the journey. We make it about the destination. And when we don't have the destination soon or today, we get really angry and we get upset and we get frustrated, right? And that frustration and that anger is blocking us from getting, getting up there, getting up there, getting up there. So we're constantly shooting ourselves in the foot. We're constantly shooting ourselves in the foot. And so once we start to make it about the journey and not the destination, we make it about the now, this journey, because there's only journey. There's never that because you are an eternal being and your expansion is forever, your expansion never stops. So once we understand and we start to make the process about the process, not the destination, that's when we're truly making that shift, that inner shift. And when we make that shift, wow, what we see on the outer world, what we see in our outer world in terms of our career, money, relationships, businesses, I mean, you name it, health, it's explosive. 
but it's in making it about the journey and not the destination that makes you a powerful being. Let me repeat this. It's about the journey and not the destination that makes you a powerful being. It's always about the journey. It's never about the destination. CG, okay. What does it mean in feng shui that you want to empty the house? Okay. Uh, okay, uh, that's interesting. The, the way I interpret that, you want to empty the house, is that the reason why you want to empty the house is because you want to cleanse. You want to do a cleaning. You want to do a reset. So if you've got a house that has so much cluttered energy in there and it's all blocked and nothing, and you know, I feel like this happens with hoarders, you know, when, you know, and I have very close people in my family that are hoarders. So uh, you're just clogging up everything. You're clogging up the energy of, of everything. And when you're in that house with all of that clogged energy, you're creating more clogged energy for yourself. And so when you empty the house, it's like a, it's like a cleanse. It's like a big cleanse. You want to cleanse it and reset everything, right? And so that's what it is. It's like a reset. It's a cleanse. You've got to cleanse. You've got to do cleaning and then you reset and then you place the, you know, the furniture. You want to empty the house, meaning you want to clean out all of the crap that is blocking. So, you know, Marie Condon, you know, the famous, uh, you know, the, she's probably the most famous uh, organizer. She has a book that's so, she has a Netflix show now too. She's a Japanese woman and she, her book probably sold millions and millions of copies, Marie Condon. She always says the first thing is to throw things out, clean things out. That's the first thing. The first thing, because you got to take out the garbage first before you do anything else, right? So you're taking out that garbage first. You're taking out that garbage first. That's what that means, okay? CG, you want to get rid of everything, and you can. Though I always say, the less you have, I say the more you have, the more it owns you. The more you have, the more you, you know, you want to be mentally, emotionally free. The more you have, the more it owns you. So I agree. I, you know, living a very simple life is so internally, mentally, emotionally freeing. It's a freedom. And that's what we're all looking for inside. We're looking for that internal freedom, right? We say, oh, if we have that money, if we have that relationship, then we're going to feel happy on the inside, right? That's all what, where all of us are really looking for is happiness on the inside. And we think that if we have all the stuff, then we will be happy. But how about if we get happy first in here? How about if we do that? How about if we do it the reverse? Not be dependent on those things for happiness, but to access our inner happiness already that's in there, right? How about if we do it reverse now? Your CG, then I recommend that you do it. If you're craving, that craving is a sign to do it. Purge yourself. You know, I watch a lot of videos on tiny homes and sustainable living and tiny homes. I love those videos and how they live so simply. And whenever you hear those conversations with those people, while they all say, I feel free, I feel happy. I don't have, I don't feel like I have a brick on my shoulder. I feel so mentally, emotionally free on the inside. And that's all each one of us wants. We want to feel peaceful and free in here, right? That's, that's the end game is to feel good. And so we, you know, Manny, okay. You're welcome, CG. You're welcome. CG, can you, after this video, can you please put the question down here? Because I forget what your question was. Please put it and I will do a, below the video and I will do an I Ching reading for you next week. Okay. Hello, media. Wow. Yes. Declutter. Absolutely. 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 So because your environment affects your internal world. This the clutter that external everything is energy, and so if you have external clutter in your energy, your environment, then you're going to have internal clutter. So there's a direct correlation, and that's what feng shui and vatsu is about. It's about how can you make your home in a way that energy flows 
So you're healthy. Your mind, body, and soul is also healthy. And that's what feng shui and batsu is about. Okay, so let's do a closing now. It's 10.04. Thank you all for joining me. If you have a question for the I Ching Oracle, write it below this video, and I will pull a card for you for next week. So let's do a prayer. Let's do a closing prayer. Everyone, let's uh, gather our energies. Let's all send each other some beautiful, beautiful energies of support, healing, compassion, and love, non-judgment. Dear God, angels, spirit guides, divine, created masters, entities of the all being of the universal beings of the highest order for all of us. Thank you so much for allowing us to open this space once again, once again, open this space with I Ching. And we thank the I Ching oracles for allowing us to channel your wisdom, your messages, your phrases. And thank you so much for continuing to allow us to show us all of these lessons, the opportunity for so many experiences that we have in this physical time space reality. So they are greatest lessons for our internal expansion and growth, whether it's Cush London and Cush London's um, substance issues, or whether it's uh, Melissa or whether it's ex-church girl, whatever issues that we're going through right now, we know that we can awaken to the fact that it is our greatest opportunity for expansion and growth, that these movies are playing in front of us, for us, not against us, but for us, so we can see and we can again return home to our well, return home to our internal, eternal truth, return home to our infinite potential, return home to our infinite abundance and prosperity that already exists, and that you can awaken us to that and bring us back home to our souls. So thank you so much for allowing me and allow me to be a channeler of these messages and deliver them to uh, the viewers here so that we can each reach make that internal expansion and that we can each use and serve humanity, the planet, and ultimately serve you the light. And that is why we are here. So we thank you so much. I ask you to please, please, please bless every single viewer on this in, in, in this call, in this session. Bless them with prosperity, with abundance, with healing, with love and compassion. Bless them and show them if they are going through something right now, right now I ask you to please show each and every one of them that there is hope, there is possibility that they can shift, they could shift it. So if they need somebody to support them or whatever cooperative component that they need, please show them and guide them and allow them to open their hearts and minds to receive that guidance, to receive those messages, to receive and feel unconditionally worthy and unconditionally loved. So we thank you so much again for your continued support, your continued protection, your continued guidance, and most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. I'll see you next week. Again, much love and blessings to all of you. Much love and blessings. I'll see you again next week and write your I Ching Oracle questions below this video.